Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. The most banned network in the world. Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Steve Bannon's joining us with really important information and intelligence in 15 minutes. We have more guests as well, I'll tell you about. Uh, this news is so big that I'm not going to say it with a bunch of excitement. I'm just going to say it very calmly. We are kicking New World Order ass right now. But they are trying to openly, as you already know, get us deeper into what's already begun, World War III. Because they are that desperate, they're in that much trouble. But I was looking at the news this morning and last night, and and it really dawned on me that we need to put a compilation together of Trump, Robert Kennedy Jr., and Ron Paul, and Elon Musk, and the list goes on and on, Bolsonaro, Victor Orban, all coming out and saying there is a global corporate system establishing a worldwide tyranny allied with China, and it's at war with us, and it is a coup. Just today, you guys do me a favor, bring me a water, thanks. Just today, i got to get a water. Just today, you have Trump saying it again, you have Ron Paul You have Robert Kennedy Jr. all giving speeches saying, we have a globalist dictatorship running America, and it's already started World War III. Now, I know you as an audience already know this, and this coup's been ongoing for a while. But I've said this probably 5,000 times until your ears bled, and I, I don't apologize for it. Because I'm not just here to entertain people. I'm here as an emergency beacon. So you may have already gotten the message or you already knew about it before you ever listened to me. That's fine. You already are on the team. We're trying to reach people that aren't aware of what's going on because the the, 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 the psyche is very fertile right now for people to really wake up. So we're a beacon that goes and sends out that transmission to people to understand what's going on. So you've heard me say this literally thousands of times. When we identify the globalists and that they're criminal and they're illegitimate and they're eugenicist depopulationists who are completely psychotic and believe they're going to become godmen that merge with machines, homo sapien 2.0, you realize, my gosh, all we can do is resist these people. There's not even a debate about it. They're coming after 99.99999% of us. And when we just recognize the elephant in the room that this is not our government at the top, 
and that the bureaucracy has hijacked things and is stealing elections, it's game over. This is an illegitimate government. And they're even weaponizing local jurisdictions and making them illegitimate. And there's a process the globalists talk about of discrediting nation states while they use the nation states to build globalism. The globalists admit Schwab gives endless speeches, Larry Fink of BlackRock gives endless speeches, we played them here, of how they're going to use the nation states to carry out their goals and operations. There's going to be a time of great anger and upheaval and collapse. And then they ride in on their white horse as the savior to bring in the new system that's 10 times worse. But they sit up there like we're not watching and listening to them like we're idiots. And they've always had to stay for the public, but the public can't figure that out. Well, guess what? The public's not as stupid as you thought we were. And so now you're uncloaked. We see you. You're naked, Jack. And you're in a lot of trouble. So you better stop with the world war crap, stop with the poison shots, or I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I can, you can see where this leads. From the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I'm taking a moment right now to be thankful to God and thankful to all of you and our great crew. And I'm not doing a victory lap here because we're in the middle of a war. But I said two months ago, my primary mission of identifying the New World Order before it launched operations so people would know that they were the ones doing all these horrible things so they couldn't pose as saviors. That's been my primary mission for 29 years on air. 29 years on air in a few days was to get people ready so that we'd have a resistance movement and an alternate to this new world order plan. We have now reached that, thanks to all of you. And so I salute you and I thank you. We're now not being caught flat-footed. We are on our toes and we are in fighting stance. And we are accelerating our resistance to victory. You can feel it. You can see it. Now, that doesn't mean the enemy isn't going to launch nuclear war, turn off the power, God knows what. But we know they're behind it, too. They're going to pay one way or another. They can back off or they can keep pushing it. But either way, they're going down. They can do it the easy way or they can do it the hard way. They will not suppress humanity anymore. Their new world order plan is dead on arrival. So I want to play Robert Kennedy Jr. coming out and saying there's been a coup, CIA, New World Order. I want to play Ron Paul saying it. I want to play Trump saying it. I got a bunch of other Elon Musk world leaders saying it. It's out in the open. We have an illegitimate hijacked government. And I'm going to put a compilation together. There's dozens of these that are new. But, But this is victory. Identifying you have a coup, identifying it's a criminal bureaucracy, and taking your government back instead of having a stupid civil war. Here is some of the clips. There's been a coup. The takeover, we don't have any resemblance uh, to a government that believes in a republic. We don't have honest money. We don't have integrity. We don't even have people in Washington that even pretends, you know, that you're supposed to tell the truth. You know, remember just recently there was a congressperson that won, and he, he won 
by putting on his resume just a bunch of lies. <laughs> and 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 the, the other ones got hysterical. The other congressmen telling lies like this. <laughs> and I got to thinking, well, how many of these people that were complaining about this guy telling lies, how many of them lied when they raised their hand up and swore to uphold the Constitution? Now, that's a lie that really has consequences. Actually, you could probably uh, make fun and make a little joke because his jokes weren't everybody knew he was fibbing. But uh, the real lies are, are being told, and, and that is our big problem. But I do believe there has been a coup, and it's been taken over. And if I want to, if I can, I want to just put the date in my mind, and you, anybody could pick probably any date in the last hundred years. But I have picked, uh, I have picked November 22nd, 1963. What happened on that day? That was the day Kennedy was murdered by our government. Wow. You know, by the CIA. Because what I found was, you know, I saw this event 201. And raise your hand if you know what event 201 was. Okay, for those of you who don't know, event 201 was a pandemic simulation, a coronavirus pandemic simulation that took place in October of 2019. Nobody had ever heard of coronavirus till January. So that's four, three months later. In October, we now know that coronavirus was already circulating in September, so the month before, in Wuhan. But nobody knew about it. And yet they had a coronavirus pandemic simulation in New York City, hosted by Bill Gates and Avril Haines, the deputy, former deputy director of the CIA who did all of the Guantanamo Bay cover-up. She is like the cover-up queen. And they do a simulation. And who else is there? George Gao, the head of Chinese CDC. So, who obviously knows the coronavirus is circulating. He is the world's coronavirus expert. He's also the head of the, of the CDC in China. And then they had all of the social media platforms were there, the big insurance companies, Johnson & Johnson, the big pharma companies. And they meet for two days. And they have four seminars, and each one is faking this. You know, coronavirus is spreading across the world. And they simulate, they don't say, okay, we got vitamin D to everybody, and we got to make sure everybody gets exercise and gets out of their house and gets healthy and, you know, builds their immune system. And, and you know, there's none of that. And zinc and, you know, all the things. We got to figure out early treatments. We got to use the computer, the, the internet, to connect all 15 million doctors, frontline doctors around the world, so that we know when they treat people what's working, what's not, and, and we're constantly upgrading the protocols. That's what they should have been doing. That's not what they were doing. They were, they were working on ways to use the coronavirus pandemic as a pretense for clamping down totalitarian controls globally. And, you know, they talk about in some of these concentration camps and all of this stuff. But here, the, the last simulation on the fourth day, George Gao and Avril Haines from the CIA are talking, they have a soliloquy about how do we clamp down, stop people from saying this came from a lab leak. So they're saying that. This is in October of 2019. And they say, well, we got to get the social media companies to censor them and deplatform them and all this. You can go on YouTube and watch this tonight. It's called Event 201, and this is the fourth section of it. 
Oh, and people knew about that, you know, who were looking at this like me. And uh, from almost the beginning, but then I started doing a deep dive when I was writing the book. And I found out that was not a one-off. And I describe in that book, I found about 20 of these that they had been doing since 2001. And they're all scripted by the CIA. And all of them include top-level officials like James Wolsey, the deputy director of the CIA, Taro Tool. All of them have senior CIA officials. Many of them have famous people who kind of give an imprimatur of legitimacy to what they're doing, like Madeleine Albright or Tom Daschle or, you know, Bill Gates and a lot of them, um, and Gro Brundtland from, uh, you know, from the WHO, people who are respected, and, all, and they, they end up drilling, each one of them is drilling the imposition of totalitarian controls. They're, collectively, they have names like Dark Winter and Crimson... Uh, uh, contagion and all these weird names, but collectively they're called Operation Lockstep. And they involved hundreds of thousands of people, public officials from little towns all over America, health officials from the state, police, firefighters, hospital systems, public utilities, and uh, FBI, CIA, uh, U.S. Marshals, in Canada, the United States, all over Europe, Australia, and China. They were all doing it together, drilling, here's what we're going to do when a pandemic comes. And a lot of these people, you can see, are surprised about what they're doing. But they're probably looking around and saying, well, everybody else thinks this is okay, so I guess this is what we do when the pandemic comes. So they got, they drilled people in doing something that was clearly contrary to their values. But it got them all teed up to do it and do it all at once and say, this is what you do when there's a pandemic. The first thing you do is you end freedom of speech and you start gutting the Constitution. What's happening is very simple. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And I will totally obliterate the deep state. I will fire the unelected bureaucrats who have weaponized our justice system. Look at what they've done to our justice system, what they have done to our justice system. I will direct the Department of Justice to go after Marxist prosecutors' offices to make them pay for their illegal race-based enforcement of the law. Many racists are there. And 2024 is the final battle. That's it. If you put me back in the White House, the reign of the corrupt Washington establishment will be over. Ladies and gentlemen, we are waking up to the fact that we live in a deep state coup. This is what victory is made of. Steve Bannon with a 35,000 foot view straight ahead. His strategies are key to victory. We'll be right back. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Because you can't stop us out and you can't make us run. Those wooden old boys raised on shotguns. We say grace, we say ma'am. If you ain't into that, we don't give a damn. We came from the West Virginia. And we can take our country back from the globalist. Whether it's Bolsonaro in Brazil or Viktor Orban in Eastern Europe, or whether it's Elon Musk now speaking out against the New World Order and World Government, or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running as a Democrat breaking down how there's been a coup over America or President Trump or Ron Paul or Rand Paul or Steve Bannon. We are identifying that illegal globalist corporate organizations have seized control of our country and understanding that is the beginning of the end and the public's getting it and their biggest nightmare is now happening. Just five years ago, the New York Times would run articles saying globalism doesn't exist. Now they tell you how great globalism is and how they want to take your freedoms. Well, there are a lot of great broadcasts out there, and, and, and I don't do this to heap praise on people. I do this to point people in the direction, in case they haven't seen it or watched it, that the best analysis, in-depth, multi-hours a day with the very best guest, period, hands down, is The War Room with Steve Bannon. Our War Room's great as well. Owen does a fabulous job on covering all the culture issues and strategies as well. But Steve Bannon... Cuts right to it, as he says, with signal, basically no noise. And we've got Tucker Carlson, who's awesome as well. I'd, I'd put those two in the same category. So it's a show everybody needs to watch, everybody needs to listen, everybody needs to share, because most of you are awake, more awake than I am in many cases from your own life experiences. 
But you have to understand, you are not the tail, you are the dog. And the dog doesn't hunt if you don't take action. And daily, aggressively, to people you know and don't know, share articles, share videos from Infowars.com, Bandai Video, and Warroom.org. So we've got him for 25 minutes. We're going to skip this network break. I'm going to try to give Steve Bannon the floor. Uh, just in general, I said, what do you want to talk about? And he said, I want to talk about that Kennedy clip and how people are waking up to the fact we're an occupied nation. The globalists are scared, but we have to realize they've got some tricks up their sleeves. So we'll talk about that. Steve Bannon, great to have you. And uh, I'm going to try to just shut up and let you talk like you let me do on your show because you've got a lot of knowledge for folks. We appreciate you. Alex, thanks. And thanks for the kind words. Look, um, think about what's happened just in the last couple of days. You've got the you know, and, and Alex, you've always been portrayed by the mainstream media, New York Times, over this conspiracy theory guy, a wild man, tinfoil hat. But if you take President Trump's responses to Tucker Carlson, that great interview that was done at Mar-a-Lago yesterday and played last night on Tucker's show, and particularly President Trump when asked, who are the greatest enemies? Now that you've got the CCP, you know, this le legion of doom with the mullahs in uh, Iran, with Erdogan in Turkey, with uh, the KGB and, and Putin in, in Russia. And he says, the administrative state, the deep state, it's it's people inside our government. They're against us. You couple that with Bobby Kennedy Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s speech at Hillsdale, which I think is historic. Uh, in fact, we're going to break it down later tonight on, on our six o'clock show. If you take those two, that's what Alec Jones has been talking about for a decade. I mean, it's like it's like they went back and looked at your show notes. So I tell people, and this is when you came on with the great book about the, the Great Reset, which was had all the links to it, had all the research done to it, that this has been very obvious to people that have studied this for a while. And now it's come up that you have a guy who's been president of the United States and commander in chief, gave us four years of peace and prosperity. He's leading in all the polls in the primary. He's leading head-to-head -head matchups with Biden. Uh, in all likelihood, he'll be back into the uh, into the White House in January of, of 2025. I had Matt Gates on the show today that said, hey, Trump realizes now personnel's policy. He made some mistakes in personnel. He understands that they're going to come at him hard. You combine what Trump said, what Matt Gates said today on the deep state, Bobby Kennedy, and, uh, and everything that's happening with these intelligence leaks right now coming out of the Pentagon or the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, I don't think you sound like a conspiracy theorist anymore. I think you sound like somebody that understood and could break down the system and see how the system works. And right now, people have to understand we're we're in a dogfight. There, there's there's one side's going to win this, and one or, and one side's going to lose. And it is not a foregone conclusion by a long shot that we're going to win. But right now, I feel the best I've ever felt in this fight because we have. Think about it. Bobby Kennedy, they came out uh, yesterday. One of the, the first poll that was taken with Kennedy in the race has got ten, Kennedy at 10 percent in the Democratic primary. Biden at seven, uh, Kennedy at 10. And remember, there are no Democrats that support his his such, his take on big pharma and the pharmaceutical industrial complex. The the uh, the left has totally been bought off. Maybe some a small uh, amount of voters. But MSNBC, New York Times, CNN are owned by Pfizer, owned by Big Pharma. So uh, I think it's amazing what's happened over the last couple of days. And I would just tell people, hey, we're in the fight right now. You got a global conflict, you got a global financial conflict, but it's all the populist nationalist versus the globalist, the globalist elite, and it's game on. Well, that's why I got so mad at the Q people. I don't want to just start fights, but you were a top advisor to Trump. You were there. You knew you were surrounded. He was surrounded. You knew he was literally, uh, 
in the arena, and then they're like, no, the government's all captured by good people. We're winning. We're invincible. No, you got to be honest with people. This is like a Muhammad Ali uh, you know, match with George Foreman. This is battling right into the 12th round, folks. I mean, we, we have a chance to win. We have an edge. And as soon as people realize that we're in a real war, we'll have way more than an edge. But this lackadaisical attitude that everything's going to be fine is delusional and is extremely dangerous. And that's why you hammer the point, and maybe you can speak to that, that people need to get their game face on and realize this is historic, this is the future, and the tyranny they're bringing in with the central bank digital currencies and the new world order and the social credit score will make us like communist China. This is not a game. They are closing the gate on us. They are locking our asses up. Yeah, I don't think the one thing about that is that I've never agreed with, although I think there's some very interesting elements that come out that you see as true over time. The one thing I've never gotten is this whole thing about there's these white hats and this white hats versus black hats and the white hats. Hey, that that's all a fantasy. <laughs> that's just I can tell you from being on the inside and uh, and, and, and being his right hand man for, or one of his right hand men for the first at least first year or first nine months and fighting fights in the National Security Council and others. Uh this, the, the government is very much, and they've done this. Remember, this whole thing of an administrative state, what the progressive left thought through is that they wanted to be impervious to elections. So they basically created a fourth branch of government that's totally outside the Constitution. That fourth branch of government, not just the alphabet agencies, but also weaponizing the cabinet positions to, be, to form an administrative state that has their own courts, has its own rules and regulations, is able to promulgate those rules and regulations, and has enforcement, as you've been the absolute tip of the spear, of showing how IRS and ATF and all these different elements have their own law enforcement. They have their own up-armored, uh, you know, they have their EPA. They have all their up-armored enforcement apparatus. That's the administrative state. The deep rogue element of that is the deep state. That is the combination of the intelligence agencies and now the law enforcement and national security into one kind of core group that has its own mentality that's impervious to uh, to what uh, an, you know democratically elected uh, presidents that uh, that you know stand for the constitution. In our Republican form of government, they're totally against. They have their home, their own mindset. You can see this, quite frankly, in these Pentagon leaks right now. Now, there's Mac Catesbury, the theory today. He thinks that may even be the deep state leaking on purpose, okay, to try to get to try to get Europe up there. All I would say, if that's the case, the one thing I can tell you from looking at this is that the triumphalist narrative about Ukraine is absolutely dead wrong because there they have the numbers about the combat casualties. There they have the information going back and forth about the folly uh, about this spring offensive by Zelensky, what a, what a folly it is. It also has the fact that there's special operators. I mean, Posobiec broke this on the show Monday morning. He went through it overnight. There's all type of special operators, including 14 Americans. I think there's a couple of hundred special forces from NATO already working inside, already working inside uh, Ukraine and killing uh, and killing Russians. Well, Steve, so, I, I, we're actually putting a compilation together, not to toot my horn, but before February of last year, I said the U.S. is already there. They're gearing up for a war. They're going to Russia is going to invade in late February. I, I don't have like a lot of incredible context, but I have a lot of context that I guess are amazing. And I I know people personally whose sons. And who's sharing and or control. You've totally gotten away from this. This is part of what you call the deep state. This is what Trump fought. And for the people that could do this white hat versus black hat, there are not many white white hats where I would say people that are really populist and nationalist that put America first 
at the senior levels, both the, the Bush administration, but really Obama at the field grade level, both in the intelligence services and in the, and in the military, eviscerated the Pentagon. Most, this is why you had the thing that's so woke, uh, 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 Alex, is that this has been bred into the system. The good guys were weeded out. So all these people said there goes a big battle between white hats and, and dark hats. It's not the case. And you could look, President Trump struggles this every day. There's white hats. Why would you have all these, all this, uh, the lawfare against him at the highest levels? And I think for your audience, follow Mike Davis, follow what, and what they're doing in Colangelo, this guy Colangelo at the Justice Department with Bragg and follow what Stephen Miller and America First Legal and uh, and Jeffrey Clark are doing on the on the Mar-a-Lago situation. You see the interconnectivity and the coordination with the Justice Department hardwired back to uh, hardwired back to Biden's White House counsel. And, and in between that, we now know about these Soros think tanks. People always say, well, he's financing all these new horrible DAs, but he's not giving them orders. Yes, he is. They go to these seminar groups, they get given money, and then they're given their marching orders, and that's all coming out. Obviously, they're in Manhattan with Alvin Bragg. But I want to go back to what you were just saying, because it's so important. You're a Navy man. You were on a ship with nuclear weapons, all classified, you know, and, and that kind of gave you your, a background to see the world clearly, because I've listened to the show. I know you've talked about it, and I've read your bio, but... Case in point, we Biden bragged, Victoria knew, they all bragged that they were going to blow the pipeline up. Then they blew it up. But Army and, and, and Navy Special Warfare, the Navy SEALs have to report to Congress under law. So Biden went to Panama, had regular Navy repair divers who are great people as well, very talented. You know, they got up thousands of feet and fixed things. They trained them up and had them go to the mission because that was regular Navy and just a regular op, so they would not have it report back. So we're talking serious impeachable offenses here, trying to keep Congress in the dark. Uh, that goes way beyond Iran-Contra. Way beyond Iran-Contra. I mean, look, this is a shooting war. Iran-Contra was, you know, down in Central America, totally different in scale. This is a shooting war, and you've got to get to the bottom of, of Nord Stream 2. I mean, it's so obvious. The Swedes right now, as you know, are doing their own analysis, and the Swedes have said it is impossible to bend any sort of like even paramilitary group from uh, from Ukraine or any kind of group of sophisticated amateurs, Ukrainian patriots that came together, that this was a state force. And the only state force that had the sophistication to do that in that area is the United States. Uh, th that's why different, uh, you know, Seymour Hirsch and other people are coming out and I realize his things, at least what he's presented to date is not the most well sourced. But if you look at the de level of detail he had, I believe strongly knowing the capabilities that only someone as sophisticated as the United States Navy and not just Navy SEALs, like you said, deep divers uh, and other type of personnel, unless you can show me that the British did it under our direction I don't know of another group of, uh, of operators that could taken that out. And that's just one of many. You talk about the special operators that were already there with Victoria Newland in the biolabs. There's so much about Ukraine's not, not, that, that is not that is unknown that doesn't make any sense. Okay, And that's why we need a much more aggressive oversight on this. And I think armed services has got to get into this big time because, uh, look, I think there are a number of impeachable offenses, uh, offenses on this, as I think there are impeachable offenses on this whole situation in Mar-a-Lago of what we're finding out now about the FOIA request, about him waiving Trump's executive privilege and knowing what was happening beforehand, I think, to cover uh, what they knew about his own classified documents that they knew they, they had the University of Pennsylvania and other places. Absolutely, so, the Chinese food restaurant in his garage. So we got five minutes left. I want to give you the floor, 35,000-foot view, rallying the troops. What you think we should be looking for? 
Uh, as the globalists lose support worldwide, how are they going to try to Look, pull a rabbit the out of the hat? Most powerful thing you said yesterday is about everybody needs to be engaged right now. Everybody is 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 in this troop, and you can be a force multiplier by pushing out content nonstop. You can be a you can get local. You can be a precinct committeeman. You can get your local member. We got to take control of this on a local basis to be able to take control of a national basis. Don't just obsess about the 2024 election. That's for amateurs. This fight is right now. We're in a global conflict, right? On the Eurasian landmass, we're going to be if we don't if we don't take unrestricted warfare and start decoupling from China right now and decoupling in capital markets, cut them off from all money, cut them off from technology. We're going to be in a shooting war in a kinetic war in Taiwan. And look, as a junior, a guy back in the 70s, I was a part of the Seventh Fleet on a destroyer. I was in Kaohsiung, the South China Sea, the Straits of Taiwan. I had gates on today. I think the seventh, if we were to, uh, if we were to uh, uh, win in the first phase of kinetic war against the Chinese Communist Party and PLA, now given what they have, it would at least minimum come at a cost, I believe, of a loss of a carry battle group and the loss of ten to twelve thousand sailors. And we don't want to be there. We've got other aspects. But you've got a shooting war. You've got this massive financial crisis that's happening. The House right now is fighting on this, on this, on the spending cuts about the debt ceiling. It's never a better time in American history to be engaged to save your country. And you've got two ways to do it. And it doesn't cost you a nickel. Number one, you'd be a force multiplier. Everything Alex Jones is putting out, everything Warren's putting out, and other shows like that. Number two is get engaged, volunteer, put the golf clubs up, put the tennis rackets up and get engaged because right now this is a fight for the This is a greater fight than in 1776. It's a greater fight than in the Civil War. It's a greater fight than even in the Great Depression, World War II. This is the greatest struggle session the American Republic's ever had. And the only way we get through this is this audience. Trump's not going to get you through. Tucker's not going to get you through. Alex Jones, Steve Bannon, no one individual. This has got to be a team effort from the people. And I like our odds, Alex. If everybody puts their shoulder to the wheel, I like our odds a lot. And again, the globalists don't want America to be there. People aspire to freedom. That's why they're trying to take us down. That's why I called the book The Great Reset and The War for the World. And I, I, I think you're 100% right. This is bigger than everything that's ever happened before. There's more people. There's more weapons. There's more action. It's, it's out of control. We've never had such a corrupt, uh, incompetent elite, but they have unlimited money. And that is just an explosive recipe for disaster. Do you think it's never had, had an elite that hates our evil and hates our country? The elite that run this country today hate the values of the Judeo-Christian West. They hate it. They despise it. And they will destroy Alex Jones, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon. They don't care. They'll take all of those guys down. That's why it's got to be the people. They're coming for everybody, but they're particularly coming for the leadership of this. That's why we got to unite as a movement. And everybody's got to put their shoulders to the wheel because they hate everything about the United States. What's crazy is that's their source of power. I had a powerful horse that Clydesdale that you know drew my carriage. I wouldn't hate it because it was powerful and amazing. I would try to take care of it. So it's a very schizophrenic, very bipolar, very double-minded thing they're doing. Uh, it's 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 just out of control. In closing, with two minutes left, I am seriously concerned. We should pray for President Trump. They know they can't beat him. They know he's way ahead in all the polls. They know these cases are going to fall apart. They're still going to follow him, as you said. I really do think they're going to try to kill him. And I think they're crazy enough, just like blow up the Nord Street pipeline. It's just they're nuts. They think it'll trigger a response from us. Uh, what do we do about that issue? What do you think about that? And what do we do if they kill Trump? God forbid. 
Well, let's let's work on the thing of not having. I, by the way, I 100% agree with you. I think they're they they they're all in. Under no circumstances will they allow Trump to return to the White House. That's their thinking. They can't. If Trump gets back in the White House, it's game over. It'll every day will be Stalingrad once he's in. That's why I think President Trump he's got Secret Service protection, but I think his own personal security. And this is why I'm I'm very hesitant that things like what in New York I'm sending him into those courtrooms, things like that. I think number one, you have to pray for President Trump every day. You have to have his back every day. Even people say, hey, look, he sends out mean tweets. Yeah, I hear all that. You know, I, I don't really care. He's not perfect. He never said he was perfect. He's a very imperfect instrument, but he's an instrument of divine providence. You know that in 16. So right now, and I share your absolute concerns about this. And I think people around him, I know he does, but I think people around him also do. I think he's got a pretty good team down there. So it's a very, very, very high priority. And under no circumstances can we let that happen. Well, absolutely, because the globalists want to blow this country wide open. The Davos group has said that. That's why they try to cause race riots. They, they cause race riots, and they're salivating about killing him. And, you know, he's even been saying, well, if I'm a martyr, fine. And, and, and you can see that Trump now understands he's been really educated the last seven, eight years. He, I would say, is Trump 2.0. Do you agree with that statement? 100%. You saw that last night. When President Trump sits there, this guy gave us four years of peace and prosperity. OK, when he sits and they ask you, hey, the whole world's going to a world war. You were the guy who gave us peace and these other things. He says, let me hey, full stop. The number one enemy we have is the administration. This is so much more powerful than Eisenhower's farewell address where Eisenhower identified it. Eisenhower, who led us to victory in Europe, identified it. This is 10 times more powerful. This guy's been commander in chief and will be commander in chief again if you just follow if you follow the numbers right now. Said the biggest enemy we have against an existential threat like the Chinese Communist Party is the deep and the administrative state in the deep state. That is, and by the way, he put them on notice, and they know now there's no compromise. There's oh, he no threw down the gauntlet, and, and I went ahead and skipped this network break, too. I'll let you go in two minutes. I know you got to go. you got a hard thing show you got to do, but let's let's talk about this. Since you mentioned this, this is throwing down the gauntlet a month ago. He just did it again. They indicted him right after the statement a month ago that I will dismantle the deep state. We've had a coup, which is all true, but that's coffin nails to them to just expose they've hijacked the country. They're illegitimate. As you said, Ron Paul... Robert F. Kennedy Jr., everybody, Elon Musk is coming out saying this because it's true, so we're reaching the tipping point. I think we've already gone over the tipping point. Here's the short clip, and then I'll get your response and let you get back to work, warroom.org, but watch this clip. Here it is, Steve. They said to me the other day, one of your fellow journalists said, uh, who's the biggest problem, sir? Is it China? Could it be Russia? Could it be North Korea? No, I said, the biggest problem is from within. It's these sick, radical people from within because we can handle if we're smart we can handle russia china i did i took in billions and billions hundreds of billions of dollars from china no other president took in anything and they respected me he's the same thing you know i told him you can't go into taiwan you can't you can't do it i won't tell you exactly what i said but it was something that probably a lot of people wouldn't like if they heard it but it was very tough don't go into taiwan if you do we're gonna have problems other than that we're gonna be Great relationship. We're going to have a great relationship. And he said to me when I said we're going to do something, if he goes, in, no, 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 you wouldn't do it. I'll do that. I swear I'll do that. And he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10 percent. The same thing with you. Very important. A lot of people say, well, why don't we reach out to globalists and say, back off? They've been in power so long. They are so arrogant. You can forget about it. But their minions 
can now see that it's destroying their children's future, and they are the people that just can soft-pedal it. You can just not enforce all this crap and not commit crimes and not be part of evil and just leave us alone. And I'm seeing that everywhere. It's it's like Fight Club, folks. And, and I don't get up here and tell you this again to go, oh, I'm so popular. Oh, I'm great. I've been through hell. I've had coffee thrown on me four or five times, tea three or four times, drinks spit on, punched, hit in the back. People tried to stab me. I mean, you, there's endless videos. And for every video you see, it, it's it's happened five, six times each event that, that that nobody caught on tape. So when I get up here and explain that 90% love on the streets, but still 10% hate was hard to deal with. I mean, but I still went out everywhere and just said, screw it. Every time I went to a grocery store, a restaurant, I was probably going to have a problem. And now... Eight months, at least, not one person. And all I've had is constant former liberals come up and say, you're right, I was wrong, I apologize, and what they did to you is wrong. And, and again, I'm just a bellwether. I, I'm just somebody out front, so I, I'm telling you, as, as a vanguard, hey, folks, we are kicking New World Order ass. And they really overplayed their hand with the poison shots and suppressing the therapeutics. They really screwed up. They screwed up bad. And... But I want to be completely honest with you. i got to repeat this. We are not out of the woods, people, okay? The enemy has doubled down. And they are lying at levels I've never seen before. They are doing things that I just are so over the top, and I'm not even going to give it any coverage to me personally, that it actually makes you feel sorry for them. I don't know how to explain that. It's like, man, you are just scum. I mean, you are, they, they create lies where none of it's true. And they're so complex and so big and so ridiculous. You're, you're like, did I do that? Did I do that? And you're like, no, I was never even there. I don't even, what the hell are they talking about? But, but it's, it, it's like, if the cops showed up at your door and said, we know you killed five kids and they're buried in the backyard, you'd still kind of feel weird and like, did I? No, I never killed kids. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. And people, you know, you think you know they lie. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this 29 years. Until the last five or six, seven or eight, with what's happened with Trump, it, it was a cakewalk. It was nothing. This has been, and, and I really mean this, I've not enjoyed the pain I've been through, but I have. I am so educated now with how the world works personally dealing with these people that it's it's invaluable. I mean, I have really been around the block a few times. And I guess that's part of being older. Everybody has experiences. You learn things as you go. But, man, the stuff I've seen, people wouldn't even believe. I mean, the, the, the things... The things they have done to me, uh, and I'm not a victim. I appreciate God allowing this to happen and taking me through it. I ask God, please, I want to keep winning. You know, the one thing is I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be powerful. I don't want any of that crap. I want to win. But I do not like losing to these people. So, I mean, I just ask God to keep me in the game and to make me strong. And and, and I think you should, you know, ask God that, that too because that's what's happened. And I know what God wants. Von Bismarck, the famous German statesman, said that uh, God loves children, drunks in the United States of America. And I've experienced that in my life. It's true. 
and God hates cowards. So if you study the Bible and you study history and who God blessed, King David was a good person of good heart, but was also very easy to get angry and also very lustful. And he sent his best friend off to be killed because his wife was so hot and she was hitting on him that he sent him on a suicide mission and he got killed, his best friend, and he had sex with his wife. But he truly repented and was just sick with it for months. And God said, I forgive you. You're a man after my own heart. So to me, that's what you've got to understand about God. God doesn't like cowards. And King David was not a coward. And he was a man of action. Now, his son's probably in hell, Solomon. But the point is, is that you have to understand the number one thing is being a coward. If you are a damn coward, God does not like you. And people need to stop being cowards. These globalists are a bunch of cowards. If they weren't demonically controlled under demonic agency, they would love the power of America and the strength and the will and the invention. Instead, they freaking hate it. And that's why they've run us into the ground and we've let them do it. They hate you having a nice house and a nice husband or wife, and great children. They hate you having a great vacation. They hate you loving God. They hate you going to church. They hate you being satisfied because they're not satisfied. And they can take one look at us and tell that guy's satisfied. I'm so satisfied. I enjoy my life and sunsets and food and my wife and my children and my friends. Man, I'm so happy I'm so confident, I'm so fulfilled because I have Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen. And I know I'm a fallen sinner, but I know I've been to the top of the mountain and I see where this goes and I want to go with that. And God made me this way. And I understand God. And I was never a Satanist and I was never fully controlled by evil, but there was a time when I was a teenager that I dabbled on the edges of what was really serious evil. And I was completely unhappy during that period of time. And man, knowing God and standing up for what's right just gets better and better and better. And I've never been a sadomasochist. I don't like pain. But now when they're doing bad things to me, I realize doors are being opened to victory. Everything they do to me comes back many fold in better things. So now I've learned, man, this is really going to hurt. This is going to be hard. And now I almost, I actually enjoy it. You actually like, well, this is really horrible. But okay, God, it's your plan. I still trust you. And and I know you're going to take me through this. And then it's like I go up a level and the discernment just gets so fantastic that you're just like, oh my gosh, the Satanists can't see this. They don't even, they don't even understand this, but they know we've got it. We got more coming up and a ton of news. We'll hit it all. But I want to just say something here. Uh, I need to be funded. And I met with accountants this morning. And uh, they said to me, 
Um, the way it works in the bankruptcy, because I was totally broke, is the, the court allowed me to uh, sell a couple products that I get a percentage of, because I had the court also ruled I got to pay. First, it was forty, now half of all the legal bills, so I'm completely out of money. And they came to me and they said, "You've not been plugging Infowars Platinum. It's one of your best sellers. The testosterone beast, uh, the, the the testosterone boost, the it's a good name, testosterone beast, testosterone boost." Um, Pain MD, the Super HG stuff sold out. We're getting more in soon. And I said, wow, you're right. I've been so focused on getting money to free speech systems that I don't, that I'm out of money. So it's a great product and you need it. And it's close to selling out. And it's testosterone boost and Pain MD. They're clones of a pharmaceutical company that also has a big vitamin and supplement line, one of the top ones in the country. They're clones of their best sellers. I went to them a year ago and I said, what are your best sellers? I said, these three products. I went and looked at the reviews. Imagine, can I private label it? Yes. They don't let it, other people do that. They let me. I'm very blessed. Uh, and so it's at InfoWarsStore.com, and it funds the operation. Uh, so that shows how my brain works. I'm like, well, I got a percentage of that. Free speech is barely paying the bills. I better just but and then run my bank account down to almost nothing. Uh, so it's very liberating. I, I like that. Uh, because they think they can take money away from me or do this. It means nothing to me except fuel. Like, do I worship gasoline I put in my car? No. It gets me somewhere. And these are great products that will empower your life to amazing things. Pain MD, 1776 testosterone boost, com. They're both discounted right now. What is it, 40%? But that discount's about to end because they're about to sell out too. It'll be months till uh, more comes in. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. So, uh, separately, ladies and gentlemen, we have TurboForce that is the all-time favorite of folks. Ten hours of clean energy that everybody loves. Now even stronger, and now in a scoop instead of a packet, so you get more. This is the highest quality ingredients you're going to find anywhere. This is the Rolls-Royce at a F-150 price. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. The war against the New World Order continues. Marching forward with the cross of Jesus. Hour number two, straight ahead. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner. With an image of President Trump, the shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll free 888 253 3139. Mr. President, thank you for having us. Thank you. Last week, you were in New York for this arraignment. The world watched it. You've not given an interview since. You were there, I think, 57 minutes. Tell us from your perspective what that was like. Well, it was a horrible thing because I did nothing wrong. 
Absolutely nothing wrong. You look at even the pundits and the legal analysis, Greg Jarrett, all of these really talented people, they're saying he didn't do anything wrong. So that's number one. Number two, they were incredible. When I went to the courthouse, which is also a prison in a sense, uh, they signed me in. And I'll tell you, people were crying. People that work there, professionally work there, that have no problems putting in murderers and they see everybody. It's tough, tough place. And they were crying. They were actually crying. They said, I'm sorry. Uh, they'd say, 2024, sir, 2024. And tears are pouring down. There is. I've never seen anything like the whole. Those people are phenomenal. Those are your police. Yep. Those are the people that work at the courthouse. They're unbelievable people. Uh, many of them were in tears or close to it. Uh, many apologists were sorry, sir. We're sorry. They had to have me do certain things. They said, sir, I, I can't believe I have to ask you. I can't even believe that I have to ask you to do it. You could see. So in one sense, it was beautiful because they get it. Uh, in another sense, you know, it's nasty. I went to the Wharton School of Finance. They didn't teach me about that. That wasn't like <laughs> they didn't in the cards. About the no, arraignment that part? They, that wasn't, that wasn't, we didn't have a class on arraignment. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's, it was a sad day in many ways. And in many days, ways, it was a beautiful day because the people understand. I didn't know this was happening, but the poll numbers have gone through the roof. The people get it. And the other ones are hoaxes also. You know, the box hoax. Look at Biden. He's got 1,850 boxes. And, you know, that's a hoax. And then the one in Atlanta where I had a perfect phone call. This is all weaponization. They're weaponizing our justice system, Tucker. And they think if they go and give you a subpoena, you know, I guess I'm very well known and people understand it and they get it. And maybe I have a bigger platform so I can explain it. But if you're somebody, a Republican, let's say, running for office and you get a subpoena, you might as well resign because you're not going to be able to survive it. And you, the voters aren't going to handle it. The voters aren't going to take it. What they're doing is weaponizing the system. And there's never been anything like it. And it's all disinformation. You see, the other day... Uh, Afghanistan, one of the worst things I've ever seen. I think the most embarrassing moment that this country's ever had, frankly, the way we got out, not the getting out. We had to get out. It was ridiculous to be there. And I had that so good, so tight, so tough. I spoke to the leader, Abdul. I said, Abdul, if you do anything, you're going to get hit really hard. Literally, I even, he said, but so why, why? He goes, why, oh, why do you send me a picture of my house. I said, you'll have to figure that one out, Abdul. But we didn't have one death in 18 months. He knew. Not one death. And then to see the way we got out, like we were surrendering, like taking the military out first, leaving $85 billion worth of equipment behind, giving up Bagram. I was going to keep Bagram. I was getting out, but I, not for Afghanistan. It's one hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. It's one of the biggest Air Force bases in the world. I think the biggest with runways that go 10,000 feet. I was keeping that because of China, not because of Afghanistan. Right. And they, they left everything. They, they left in the dark of night. They left the lights on. They left the dogs, by the way. You know, the people they say left about the dogs? the dogs. They left the dogs. Everyone, you know, the dog lovers. And you got a lot of them. I love dogs. You love dogs. But they left the dogs. People said, what? One of the first questions I got, what did they do with the dogs? Mostly German shepherds. They left them. Uh, what they did, the way they got out, was so horrible. Okay, everybody knows that was their plan. That had nothing to do with me. I was getting out, too. We would have gotten out with strength and dignity. And what happened? 
They got out. And the other day I hear, yeah, it was uh, Trump's fault. Oh, that's right. It was Trump. Trump. I was gone for a long. I would have been out faster than them. We would have had all the equipment. We would have had the American citizens. We left hostages. We left Americans behind. Many. I think many. All right. This is a very powerful Uh, interview. The full interview is on Infowars.com. Posted on the live show feed. We're going to play some more excerpts of it. Get a ton of news. And then we got big U.N. takeover news with Mike Adams and with uh, Mr. Jan that's down there at the Darien Gap. Wait till you hear this in the third hour today. Critical intel straight ahead. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. All right, we had Steve Bannon on for about 30 minutes with us in the last hour, and he concurred with me. He agreed vociferously that we've gone over the tipping point, not just here, but across the planet, that there is a globalist attack on humanity and a war for the world. And all these world leaders, not just here, not just Trump, not just Elon Musk, not just Ron Paul, Rand Paul, uh, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Robert Kennedy Jr. are exposing how the intelligence agencies have even taken control of most mid-sized companies and almost every bureaucracy. They send city council members, even in small towns, to New York and other places on these junket trips that are sometimes two weeks long and give them little FBI ID cards, CIA ID cards that have another agency name, and they literally give them top-secret clearances and their agents working against us. Tens of thousands of them are in each big tech company. It's all come out. And I've been trying to tell people this for years. I've shown you the documents, the funding. It exploded under Obama. It, 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 it was going on 50, 60 years ago, but it was like an ounce in 1950. And then it was a pound in 1960. And then it was 1,000 pounds in 1970. Then it was 50,000 pounds in 1980. I'm using that as an analogy. And then it was a million pounds in 2000, and it's like a quadrillion pounds now. I mean, it's a bunch of nobodies playing Johnny Quest, playing James Bond, running around spoiling for a war with the American people. And then the cops, who are territorial, despite all their problems, they're just like everybody else, are territorial. And they're like, what the hell is this? So they're not been going along with it in most cities. And so they've got to be, quote, defunded until they come to heal. So they behave themselves. People say, well, why are you supporting the police? Well, because they haven't been going along with this, by and large. So whoever's not going along with it, I'm going to, you know, say, oh, that's, that's good. You actually don't want to be a slave and destroyed? So... America is discovering and the world is discovering that these big corporations are combined together in their big boards. They run the politicians. They get their people in charge. And then they've set up intelligence gathering and enforcement systems and are literally teaching their people. We've played the Veritas clips. You've seen it everywhere. You've seen the army clips where it's the big liberal sergeant and she's like, we're getting ready to crush the American resistance. We're going to take their guns. We'll kill them. 
And I'm just like, wow, you really have read military history books, haven't you? Oh, no, you haven't, jackass. But I have no desire to see that woman splattered all over the ground. She's an idiot. I'd rather get her brain straight. Do does the does the government really think when the gloves come off that you're going to win this physical war with us? No, not now, because people know who you are and what you did. Yeah, maybe five years ago you might have been able to pull off a revolution and bring in a permanent tyranny. You you might have gotten away with them. Let me give the New World Order report. Everybody knows I make a lot of good analysis and predictions. You've lost your ass. You're blown. You're done. Okay. You need to give up and stop it. And you can run off with your stolen wealth and live like kings because we, we don't want this war with you. People say, well, why would you? It's called sending someone into abstentia. That's what you do. Instead of having a big war with them and cornering them because they can really wreck stuff and start a nuclear war, we're like, hey, just go away and we will not prosecute you, convict you, and hang you. But if you've got to go that way, we're not backing down. We're identifying you. We're beating you. We're not going away. Understand, there's nothing you can do to us to stop us. You can put us in jail. You can kill us. You can attack our families. We already know our families are gone anyways if we don't beat this. So that's what I call commitment. And people have to get it in their brain that you are under attack. That's not rhetoric. This government is more at war with you than communist China. Remember what Trump said. We played the clip last hour, but it was like a low-res Twitter clip. Did you guys find the HD yet? It's only a 30-minute interview. Okay, we're going to have it. We're going to have it in a, in a moment. I want to play the HD. When Trump says the biggest enemy is the globalists that have hijacked the country, A, that's true, and B, everybody's saying it now, and they cannot get away with this once that happens. So the mission was to expose their illegitimate, expose their out to get us, expose their horrible people. Most of them are pedophiles at the top. It's all about their selfishness. They're Satanists. And you're identified, dumbass. Klaus Schwab and all of them write books and say over and over, and we played the clips. Well, we're bringing in a global crisis to get rid of the old system, and we'll be the saviors of bringing the new system. That only works if people don't know you're the bad guy. And I keep hammering this point because it's essential. We're in a war. They're the bad guys. 99.9999% of us are going to be absolutely harmed by this in horrible ways. And, and by the way, 100% will be harmed. The tiny globalist elite of a few thousand owners of this fraud all fight with each other, all spy on each other. Most of their kids commit suicide. They are miserable scum. And they're projecting their hatred of themselves onto us. So everyone loses under this. It's a satanic plan. It comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Reject it. This is not even a discussion. It's not even a point. And it's not heroic to fight it. You'd have to have the most insane, blind, nihilistic courage to work for this thing. And destroy yourself just to be a horrible, nasty person and feel like you're in charge for a season? You could be honorable. You could be strong. You could be part of the future. You could have God's providence. 
But so many of you are so far gone. I'm talking to the globalist that you just don't even, I mean, you know what I'm saying is true. So you hate me because you know I made the right decision and you made the wrong decision and you have committed the ultimate sin by screwing kids and stuff like that. So you can't come back. So all you can do like your boss is claw us into hell with you. Well, guess what? You're not getting my soul, scum. I'm out of your grasp and you know it. Let's play the clip. Here it is. They said to me the other day, one of your fellow journalists said, uh, who's the biggest problem, sir? Is it China? Could it be Russia? Could it be North Korea? No, I said the biggest problem is from within. It's these sick, radical people from within because we can handle if we're smart. We can handle Russia, China. I did. I took in billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars from China. No other president took in anything, and they respected me. He's the same thing, you know. I told him, you can't go into Taiwan. You can't. You can't do it. I won't tell you exactly what I said, but it was something that probably a lot of people wouldn't like if they heard it. But it was very tough. Don't go into Taiwan. If you do, we're going to have problems. Other than that, we're going to be great relationship. We're going to have a great relationship. And he said to me when I said we're going to do something, if he goes in, no, 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 you wouldn't do it. I'll do that. I swear I'll do that. And he didn't believe me, but he believed me 10%. Uh, and, and, the same thing you with know, Putin. He goes on from there. And, and what he says about strength and being honorable, people knowing he's not playing games, that's important. And he, he gets more into the globalist being the main enemy. But that's what we need to see more of. Not 30 seconds on it, but 30 minutes on it. Just like the full speech of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on InfoWars.com, where he, we played five minutes last hour, where he just lays out the whole shooting match and who's who, and how it works, and how they do it. So you, when you get around these InfraGuard people, that's one of the first groups, they got a bunch of them, just say, hey, dude, I know you're reporting to the Justice Department and get, and get little communiques from the CIA through a front company, and I know you feel really powerful. You're called a traitor and a quizzling dumbass. You're not supposed to be operating domestically in this country with your spy crap. We know who you are, and we're standing against you. You understand that? But they just feel like, oh, I I get directives from the Justice Department and the CIA. I'm special. Yeah, you're as special as a landfill. You're a joke. You're a traitor. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the Internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey everybody, confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. 
So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I got more good news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we've been getting our asses kicked for a long time, but humanity's waking up. We got up. Now we're stomping New World Order ass intellectually, spiritually, economically. And as we realize we're in the fight of our lives, the fight of generations to come, we're going to win. You can smell it. You can see it. You can taste it. And some of us are going to have to make big sacrifices. Some of us are going to have to die. Some of us are going to have to go to prison or be persecuted. But hey, we're going to save the children. And God's watching. And this is all just a test. So pass the test. Okay. It's hard to cover these subjects because they're so horrible. And I remember Christy Lee, one of our great reporters, moved here like three years ago, and she's got a bunch of kids, like four or five kids, and some are in elementary, some are in middle school, high school. And she got really upset because the Austin AISD Middle School, sixth grade, I guess that's intermediate, had that famous book that we're not going to put on screen. It's in all the libraries, most of them, that literally shows children having sex with other children and adults. It's a cartoon, but it's a graphic, like a comic book. And she came to me and and she said, can I put this on air? And I had seen some of it in articles but I went in my office and opened it up and I felt like a criminal looking at this because I've been blessed to never run into child porn online without even looking for porn. I've run into horses having sex with people and, you know, women eating crap. And I mean, you know, especially in the early days of the web, you just click on something. It would just be like, Oh my gosh, you know, two girls in a cup. You're like, what is this? And it's like a woman eating feces. And I hate to talk about that, but that's out there. That's the stuff that like scars you. It's disgusting. It's gross. You're like, who the hell does this? You click on a link and it's a dog, you know, a St. Bernard having sex with a woman. That stuff's out there. But I've been blessed to never see child porn. And I'm sitting there looking at this and reading it and getting angry. And it says on the back of the book, we shut it on air, AISD. Austin Independent School District. She goes down there and the police throw her out, not letting her at the, at the school board read the damn book. So the police won't let you read the book in public, but you can give it to 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds. Now, I got stacks of it today with stuff just as bad or worse with elementary students. And... I don't want to have a heart attack, so I'm not going to read what's in the books. But the point is, is that I have children. 
This is an assault on my family and my children. And these evil perverts want to wreck my children's minds, your children's minds. And 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 this is just this is more dangerous than somebody walking up to your 10-year-old and knocking their front teeth out. Because they can get fake teeth, they're still gonna live. When you screw up their minds and you do this kind of stuff, it is irrevocable child abuse. And the left calls it book banning that you don't want pedophilic. I mean, a bunch of these books describe children and their neighbor in in one of the books says, does your neighbor want you to go in the shed? Is he a nice man? He's going to suck your D-I-C. And you're reading, you're like, this isn't real. Hey, that man, why don't you get in the car with him? I mean, this is priming to be kidnapped and murdered. I mean, these are psychotics. And the rest of them just follow orders and say, whoa, this is LGBT, whatever. So I said I would get to positive stuff. That's just one of the articles in my stack. Report. School district in Maryland makes LGBTQ books mandatory reading. And it's all about having sex with men if you're a man, having sex with girls. Do you like girls? Maybe you're a lesbian for elementary school students. I mean, this is stuff six and seven-year-olds read. This is prime evil. I mean, if parents were sitting around with their six-year-old, tell them about sex, they're perverts, folks. You don't tell children about sex till they're about to hit puberty. I remember I was about 10 or 11. I looked like I was about 14. My mom and dad on a trip to Arkansas sat me down while we were hiking up on the top of a mountain. They said, listen, son, you're really good looking and you're going to have a lot of women come after you and you can get diseases, you can get hurt, and you really need to try to not, you know, you need to find somebody you love and get married. But we just want you to know about this and blah, blah, blah. I was 11 years old till my parents sat me down at a park bench on top of a mountain in Hot Springs, Arkansas for 30 minutes and told me about the birds and the bees. And boy, were they right, because the women started coming. But the point is, is that that I was 11 years old, and my parents told me about sex. And I knew about sex, and had seen my dad's playboys under the bed and stuff like that. But the point is, is that, and I'd been over to friends' houses around the time, and, you know, they had like, you know, 80s porn on or whatever. And I was like, wow, I like those women. But, but, But the point is, is that, that was the normal process of life. Probably too racy. Wasn't good that I got exposed to that. In fact, I wish I wouldn't have been that early. Because I barely survived it. I was a wild man. I was a tomcat. But that was still a normal biological event. This is artificially coming in before they even hit puberty and confusing them on purpose. It's pure evil. And it is the total corporate model to jam this into our families and and take children to the most disgusting, quote, gay pride parades. They're not gay pride parades. I've seen countless videos. We can't even put them on TV. Eating crap, cutting themselves, sticking needles through their faces, one-upping each other, men having sex in public, pissing everywhere. 
People are like, man, why are you going through all this? Well, it's what's going on in the city streets of Austin, Texas, and San Francisco, and now little towns around the country where they're flaunting it in your face and saying, we're dominating you, we're controlling you, and then every major Fortune 500 company that you look into, except for a handful, is funding the most weaponized garbage. I remember 20 years ago, Nickelodeon documents got leaked where they said, we're going to form relationships with kids when they're seven or eight. We want to sexualize them early because if we can form their identity early before they naturally form it, we can add a political movement and any corporate sponsorships to that node. So what they're putting is handles on your kid. If they can screw your kid up when they're five or six or seven years old and put them on the fast track to be mutilated or castrated or chemicalized or brainwashed, they are owning them. And it's a literal army of perverts and sickos and pedophiles that are literally doing it for power and control. Now that said, here's the good news when we come back. The, the, the backlash has gone into turbo drive a day ago anheuser-busch had lost three billion today this morning it was four billion as of the last break in the last three hours it's five billion dollars they're going to lose 10 billion dollars by the end of the week we'll be right back stay with us so many people say to me alex please stop being so negative well for me admitting i've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. All right, we're back live. I'm going to get into some good news here and then some really scary World War III news. So, the Dylan Mulvaney uh, stunt, and, and, and the guy's Andy Kaufman. It's a comedian. He's getting super rich doing it. A bunch of other comedians are doing it now. They know big corporations will hire a man that makes fun of women and objectifies women and steals their identity and acts like a total clown. So now, after people saw billions of dollars lost was a couple billion four or five days ago. Now it's five billion, a billion of that just today. So it's accelerating. Anheuser-Busch products are piling up everywhere. No one's buying them. And we're talking like 80% reduction they're reporting. Now the company that owns Olay, one of the biggest 
cosmetic makers in the world, they decided, well, this is very important. If we can destroy our brand, let's do it immediately. And so have a bunch of other companies. They're like, this is a fabulous idea. Nike, this is a fabulous idea. And you sit back and you go, this is suicidal. This is kamikaze. Uh, yeah. What you do in a war. I'm explaining this again. The globalists have created quadrillion upon quadrillion. Last time I talked to an economist, we looked at the numbers. I, I want to say 15 quadrillion in derivatives. That's a quadrillion. How many billions is a quadrillion? How many trillions is a quadrillion? Look it up. It's astronomical. They've created more fiat currency. And if you tried to buy everything in the world, we did the numbers years ago, it's much worse now. It's going straight up. You could buy the whole world up at current asset prices thousands of times. So you go, well, what is that for? They don't care if Hollywood gets destroyed. They don't care if Anheuser-Busch goes belly up. They, it's a weapon. Now, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain the key right now. You look at the national debt. Put it back on screen. $31 trillion. And then the change. $677 billion, $79, million. You think, well, you just said a quadrillion. That's you know thousands of times that. Quadrillions. Yeah. They have unlimited money. They've just maneuvered the government into default level debt. So they can create and buy up any brewery they want. And so when they fire Olay as a bullet, or a missile, when they fire Nike or Anheuser-Busch, you're like, well, this is insane. Why did all these other companies join them? Because they have these UN global government registries where they give a social credit score to the company in the future of whether or not it will be given money. So Anheuser-Busch just guaranteed that they'll be given trillions in the future. Olay just guaranteed that. Nike just guaranteed that because here's the key. Now, listen to me. Nobody else has figured this out when the globalists admit it themselves. Because under the social credit score in the coming system, you'll only be able to get Anheuser-Busch and Nike and Olay. Remember what, remember what, about six years ago, seven years ago when he was for president, remember what Bernie Sanders said he said, when I go into a grocery store, there are 30 different types of deodorant. I don't need that choice. There should be one deodorant. That's how they think. Total consolidation. Where they have the brand. And it won't be one. You'll have three or four choices, all owned by the same people. And so they're taking one for the team. Yeah, they'll have a bunch of carnage. Yeah, it'll ruin brands. They don't care about Hollywood. They don't care about Anheuser-Busch. They don't care about their stockholders. It's a weapon system. But here's the good news. They haven't gotten their social credit score in here yet. 
They've only got it in really in China. It's partially going in now all over the world. And so if you go to the Amish or go to the local slaughterhouse, and they're, com- they're popping up now despite regulators harassing them, only three major meat packers, but suddenly a few percentage points out there is local folks butchering it at their own farms, buying it right there through free trade associations, through societies. It's like in the old days, most Texas counties were dry. So when you went to the Mexican food restaurant when I was a kid, my dad or mom wanted a margarita or a beer, you just signed a little card, paid the $5 membership, and now you're a member of their private club. And now they can serve you alcohol because there were laws against restaurants serving alcohol in Texas. Okay? But now you're in the club. So, oh, I'm in a club. I can go get eggs. I can go get beef. I can go get milk. I can go get beans. I can get peas. I can get corn. I can get wheat. I can get anything I want. And as soon as that happens, it's over. So we look at 2 3%, 4% of the eggs, the, the, the chicken, the beef. It's, it's around, in some areas, it's 5%. Some states are 10%. People are getting it directly from the farmer. You get it cheaper, you get it better. It, 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 it's great. But as soon as they get their unified system in and the SDRs and the uh, systems, the central bank digital currencies won't work anywhere but the box stores that's their game over. So that's their war where they're trying to get to. That's why going to the farmer's market and like going, you know, I'm not going to the big grocery store for, I'm going to go. And you're like, wow, I didn't know they had sausage and beef and poultry and all the vegetables I needed. I didn't know they had it all here. And pretty soon you're not even going to the main grocery store anymore. So that's the revolution, folks. So when you look at them, you go, they lost $5 billion this week? Anheuser-Busch, they're losing? They believe they're going to win through attrition over time. But the good news is people are seeing the success of this, and they're now didn't just, they're like, I remember them last week, they're like, well, don't worry. They'll only go after Bud Light. No, the whole Anheuser-Busch family is belly up. Good I mean family, I mean the whole family of their alcohol that all tastes like rat piss. You know, they sold the idea that it's a common man beer and we, you know. No, it's terrible in my view. But the point is, is that people are done with it and they're figuring out parent companies and they're figuring out everything this company has and they're rejecting it in mass. And the globalists will still reward them and prop them up. The point is, it'll be like CNN paying to be aired in the airport and the hotels. It's a joke. So this is a very positive thing. And this is how you do real revolutions in the future and in the current time. Is information warfare, is your decisions, the things you do. And I know this is all common sense. You're like, tell me something I don't know. Well, this is a huge success. And it's happening everywhere. So when you can... Stay at a mom-and-pop hotel. When you can, eat at a mom-and-pop. When you can, find out who the local brewery is. Get that beer. Do not spend your money. Don't go to the big super medical center. Find a good doctor. that you know. We will create the economy we need. We will create the economy that works for us. We will do it through decisions. That's why they're trying to take the decision-making process away with the central bank digital currencies, with the social credit score, with the medical vaccine ID, with the social credit score system that goes into the Universal basic income. Destroy the economy so you got to be on welfare. And got to spend the money where they say. Bud Light's Dylan Mulvaney trans stunt 
Cost the company $4 billion. Actually not. Now it's $5 billion. Dylan Mulvaney says Bud Light critics don't understand her. No, you're a comedian. You're a man. As Anheuser-Busch suffers massive losses. Country music star John Rich stops selling Bud Light at a bar after they promote radical trans ideology. That's it. We exodus like Moses out of Egypt. We exodus from them. We support the independent systems. We shun the enemy. And we win. But you can't do it if you're not aware of the enemy operation. But we are, and we're circumnavigating their tyranny. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with the big war news. It's important. Stay with us. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Journey to the stars and beyond. We will, with God's spirit, crush Satan's plan. This is real. This is happening now. Thank you so much for joining us on this live Wednesday transmission. All right. Uh, the Darien Gap. There's a bunch of documents coming out in video. And the investigative journalist, uh, Mr. Yan, has been down there. There's no internet there, so he's been sending information to Mike Adams. Mike Adams has the exclusive videos and more. In fact, make sure you get a list of those guys. Uh, we're going to be airing those next hour. 
this is huge. And it's the U.N. staging and organizing the invasion. We already know. We have the documents. We have even the news articles. But this is the video of it. And it's, it's big. So we'll be breaking that down coming up in the next hour. All right. Let me get to the really serious news. And again, this is not about tooting my horn. But people say, oh, this group has the sources or that group has the sources. The government is a consortium of corporate tentacles and its operatives. And then within that strata, there are good people, there are bad people, there are asleep people. There's all sorts of folks. The good news is when we're able to promote a message of freedom, we start to win. But if you remember last October, before last, like a year and a half ago, I went on air and I said the Russians are going to invade Ukraine in February. I said by late February. Well, that's because the Russians were already building up forces and the Russians were already in a battle with U.S. forces. And I just know so many people in the military and know so many people that are involved that I didn't just get it from one source or two or three or five. They all said, by the end of February, we're told the Russians are going to invade. And I was talking to people very close to me who are retired army who were just talking to their sons who were already there. And I'm going to leave it at that. And it wasn't like, oh, here's big intel. It's like, we're really worried about Junior. This is my family. He's in Army Special Operations, and he's, 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 he's over there. And I'm like, where? Well, we can't say. He won't say, but it's, they're, they're, it's dangerous. I'm like, Ukraine? Um, I'm not going to say. He, he won't tell us, but yeah, it's, it's Ukraine. He just, you know, there, there, there's casualties on both sides. They're, they're, they're fighting Russians. And then I talk to people I know in the military who have sons in the military. And they're like, yeah, where's your son over there? Army Special Operations uh, leader. Uh, He's in Poland. I go, your son's not in Poland. He's in Ukraine. How do you know that? And and this guy was Special Forces, you know, whole nine yards, decades in the military. And he's like, how do you know that? I I didn't tell you that. I'm like, so your son's, son's in Ukraine? pretty heavy battles he's like and just he's like yeah we're praying every day it's it's bad it's 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 heavy it's it's they're losing people and so i just kept like going hey uh so uh have they tried to hire you to go over there talking to another guy yeah how do you know that i was actually over there training them five years ago uh, yeah how the hell do you know all this because i mean i'm on the ground folks the best intelligence is on the ground. So I'm the only person that told you the Russians were going to invade, and I, I just got it because I'm immersed in military people. Their sons are over there killing Russians. They're getting killed. That's why there's helicopter accidents every week in Kentucky. and here and there. Folks, those aren't helicopter accidents. They're not ha- they're, those are dead people. So that's what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen. I talk to dozens of people now that have been hired or are about to be hired or whose family was hired to go over there. And so I don't need Cy Hirsch to tell me a month ago that there's U.S. Special Forces. I don't need leaked documents to say it. I know what's going on. And I told you over and over and over again, there are thousands 
of U.S. troops under NATO, under security company auspices, over there, we are in a direct war. Putin's not fighting the Ukrainians. They're the main group. Putin is fighting a coalition of more than 50 countries. And it's escalating. And it's leading to nuclear war. We're at war with Russia. But I'm not telling you that today because it's all over the news. AP, Reuters, everywhere. Oh, U.S. government documents say U.S. Special Forces leading the attack in Ukraine. Ukraine war. Leaks show Western Special Forces on the ground. BBC. Breaking. Leaked U.S. defense documents show Western forces on the ground in Ukraine. And countries are named in the leaked document. Just in, classified doc leaks appears to be physical theft, not a cyber leak. Report, U.S. coordinated failed Ukrainian assault on nuclear power plant. So our archivist, I just asked this morning, you already got it together. Here's a small smattering of yours truly in the last year, 14, 15 months, telling you U.S. troops are fighting Russians. Here it is. Of course, there's massive amounts of weapons, and you know U.S. troops are in Ukraine. You know they're in Ukraine. You know they train Ukrainians. You know NATO forces are there. Australians are there. Brits are there. Germans are there. Dutch are there. And it is a full-on war. They've got a bunch of former British and U.S. generals all over the news. i got a stack of them right here saying, time to go ahead and just have war with Russia. Time to go ahead and just send in the U.S. military. Time to take the A-10s out of mothballs and just kill all the Russians. And you know the State Department and CIA and NATO are all there training these troops right now. It's been going on even before the Russians invaded. Americans are in charge of the war, says French journalist who returned from Ukraine. A French journalist who returned from Ukraine after arriving with volunteer fighters told broadcaster C News that Americans are directly in charge of the war on the ground. The assertion was made by Le Figaro senior international correspondent George Malbrant. It continues. Malbrant said he had accompanied French volunteer fighters, two of whom had previously fought against ISIS. I had the surprise, and so did they, to discover that to be able to enter the Ukrainian army, well, it's the Americans who are in charge, he said. The video is posted right there on Infowars.com. You can watch it. Adding that he and the volunteers almost got, quote, arrested by the Americans who asserted they were in charge. The journalists then revealed that they were forced to sign a contract until the end of the war. And who is in charge? It's the Americans. I saw my own eyes, he said, adding, I thought I was with the International Brigades, and I found myself facing the Pentagon. And they're announcing that uh, they're already sitting in Polish and U.S. troops uh, who are fighting. And I just talked to some military people this morning who just returned. They said it's full on like World War II. Just absolute just destruction, dead bodies everywhere. Russians annihilating, Russians getting annihilated, just tank battles. Just, just I mean, This is full-on war, folks. That's why you're not seeing a lot of it or hearing about it. It is just full-on war. We're at war with Russia right now. Since October of last year, the U.S. troops have been directly not just training Ukrainians in Ukraine, but also in Poland, with all sorts of high-tech Class A weapons. But they've also been in the field commanding them and directing them and piloting uh, short-range drones 
But now, because the losses on the U.S. side are starting to become quite large, um, they're going to go ahead and admit that the U.S. is officially at war with Russia. Maybe we should get the clip where I uh, told you in October, a year and a half ago, that uh, the war would start in February. The point is, I'm not blowing smoke up your rear ends here, okay? So when I tell you this is leading to nuclear war, it's guaranteed on the path run. So, yeah, we have crazy people running things. Okay. We're going to go to break. We're going to go to Mike Adams. We're going to go to the exclusive footage from the Darien Gap in Central and South America and the whole U.N. invasion. In fact, guys, go ahead and print the old articles. Soros, even AP, NBC funding uh, $1,000, $2,000 debit cards for illegals to come in through the Darien Gap. Everybody knows about this, but nobody goes down there. Well, we have the footage. We have all that. It's coming up next hour. With Mr. Jan and Mr. Adams. Please remember, we're listeners supported. We have the Alex Jones for President shirt. It's a fun shirt. We have the Trump mugshot shirt. Uh, we have the InfoWars products. We have a TurboForce back in stock, sold out for eight months. Best powerful long-term energy. You're going to get 10-hour clean energy. InfoWarsStore.com. We also have the 1776 testosterone boost and Pain MD. They're amazing. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner. With an image of President Trump, the shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. 